Hello and welcome, how do you do, bonjour, hola, etc, etc. Lovely to see you beautiful people again. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Confessions of a Basic Bitch with Neve Davies. I am, surprisingly enough, Neve Davies, your host, The Basic Bitch. And, well, there are a lot of things that I simply don't understand, from dishwashers to text to mitochondria to why on earth everyone is so obsessed with coupons. I have absolutely absolutely no idea what I'm doing. So, let's get into it, shall we? Before we start, we do have an email address for this podcast, so you can email in all of your correspondence, related or not, if you just want to check up on me and ask me how I'm doing even. Everything is welcome. We do not discriminate against emails here. No, 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 we don't discriminate against anyone here. Um, the email address is, I'll wait, don't worry, for you to get your uh, your pens and paper. Hurry now, quickly, or just write it on your phone. That's okay too. We all live in the 21st century. The email is confessions of a basic btch at gmail.com. That's confessions of a basic btch at gmail.com. So get your lovely little fingers typing away and I'll read out as many as possible on the podcast. The first confession. The most confusing, confusing moments I've had this week. So, um, my first confession this week for the most confusing, confusing moments I've had this week is about the dentist. So I went to the dentist recently and now I have no strong feelings against the dentist like some people seem to. You know, I think it's pretty necessary and anybody who doesn't go to the dentist is just a bit gross because you need to go. You need to go to the dentist now only for yourself and your own dental hygiene but also for the people around you we do not want to smell your smelly breath gary because you have not been to the dentist in 30 years and it is not a competition as to who hasn't been to the dentist for the longest time it's just a bit gross and um well, I mean, it's not even just a bit gross. It's extremely, extremely gross. Just plain old run-of-the-mill disgusting. Um. Anyway, Um. so whoever does the PR for the NHS, thank me for that. Gary will be in the dentist in no time. That's my rant about Gary over. Um. But my confession this week, which is about the dentist, Um. that wasn't just some random side note to all the Garys out there. My confession this week is actually about the dentist. And it's what happens when you go to the dentist. So, you know, I'll set the scene quickly first. That We're all on the same page when I, when I start this. Are you all sitting comfortably? To be honest, I don't really care. I'll begin anyway. So it was a chilly morning or it might have been an afternoon. I'm not really sure what day it even was, to be honest. My memory is completely rubbish. I can barely remember to spell my own name. But it was either a morning or an afternoon on one of the days of the week. And I went to the dentist, you know, for my like six monthly checkup or whatever it is. And that's the first thing that um, confused me, that you only have to go every six months. You go to the doctors probably more often than that. Anyway, I hadn't really thought about that before. But the thing that confused me when I first walked in was um, the, the chair. 
So you know those green dentist chairs? It goes really low when they like lean you back. And I always feel like I'm about to slip right off because the chair is normally pretty slippery. That's quite difficult to say quickly. Pretty slippery, pretty... Anyway, um, so the chair is pretty slippery and normally the level um, my head is at is lower than the level that my legs are at. So I'm kind of like in the air a little bit vertical and I don't like that you're you know you're basically going down a very shallow slide the the wrong way around um and I get it I get that the chair's slippery because it has to be plastic so they can wipe it clean and or but they have that slippery even slipperier plastic stuff on the end of the chair and like what's the point in that stuff at the end of the chair because I would rather have that stuff by my head to catch any debris or stuff but it's not by my head it's just making the chair slippy and not meaning that I have anything to grip onto with my feet because I just feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna slide right right off and then the the other confusing thing that confused me about the dentist is when you're in the super slippery chair clinging on for dear life um it's the weird numbers and letters that they shout out because there's always that little like assistant person in the corner of the room passively aggressively typing away because we all know that what they really wanted was to be a dentist um which makes me wonder why they not a dentist themselves um you know, what had they done? Did they not pass dentist school? If so, should they even be there typing away in the corner? I'm not sure I trust them, to be honest. I feel like it would be like in a movie where the sidekick turns out to actually be the evil one and the evil guy that he thought was evil wasn't actually that evil or whether goody sidekick or friend turns evil it's like that I always feel like those people are a little bit scary typing away in the corner but anyway I digress um so the dentist is um like sitting there or standing there or whatever and they're always shouting out these weird combinations of letters and numbers and they never know what they mean because they have that like mask thingy on and those goggles that they wear with the little light on so it's not as if I can like tell their facial expression as to whether it's a good thing to be shouting out like 42g or I don't know molar digression or whatever it is that they're shouting out those weird like 70p back up left down two four six I don't know I don't know what that means and it really freaks me out and it always makes me nervous because it's like have I been doing really good brushing and flushing flushing flossing or do I need a root canal because I'm quite competitive and at the um, dentist I always like to have beaten my brother um, at being the best at brushing my teeth which I know makes me sound like I am eight year olds and in truth I am um, eight years old because I have not matured at all mentally I am still a little petulant um eight-year-old who wants to get a sticker at the dentist because I love those stickers I really want to bring back the stickers for everybody because if you went to primary school and you went and to the dentist and you got those, one of those stickers and you came back and you'd like haha I went to the dentist I got a princess sticker because I was so good and I beat my brother um 
at being the best at brushing my teeth, that was the pinnacle. That was the pinnacle. But I'll never know whether I've done good or not anymore because I'm not a dentist and I don't know what they mean when they're shouting out all of those weird letters and numbers. Like, what is going on? Something out of that I don't understand. So um, this week in this section of uh, something adult I don't understand, I am going to base it around food. And, you know, everybody who knows me knows that I love food. And I thought, you know, we've talked about teeth. Now let's talk about what makes our teeth so bad, food and drink. Um, but the variants of which I don't understand because they're quite adult and I am as we just said, basically eight years old. Um, but the first thing, the first thing I'll start with that I don't understand, which I think is quite adult, is that I'm not sure um, about fizzy water. And I don't think I know anybody under the age of like 20 um, who actually like fizzy water. I mean, there might be. I might have people now coming out of the woodwork confessing that they like fizzy water. But I, I don't get it. I don't get why people like it because it's gross it's not like other nice fizzy drinks like coca-cola or lemonade or fanta or whatever where the kind of carbonated taste is disguised by the vast quantities of sugar and chemicals and the fruit extract and juices and whatever else they put in it um you know those drinks are nice because that all cancels out the taste of the like carbonation and it makes it nice and fizzy and everything and i like it but fizzy water doesn't have any other flavors other than just gross water with chemicals in it it's just not very nice um and also like who came up with fizzy water who thought you know what i'm bored of just having water on its own as my drink you know i don't want it how nature has it anymore i don't like just having a liquid to drink i want a liquid and a gas and i want it to take what taste not take taste i want it to taste worse than um water because of the gas um because that is exactly what i want to drink the mix between two compounds which makes the initial compound not as nice as as it was before and you know what i feel like i might get a lot of hate from um the old uh, fizzy water lovers but i i don't care because i do not like it i don't care why anybody pe- anybody likes it because the carbonated stuff that makes it fizzy just makes it taste not as nice and i'm a bigger water fan i love water i drink a lot of water um you know i'm not against water as a concept i'm against putting two compounds together to make something that's you know water i don't know whether it's nice or not nice whatever to make it worse i don't get it and everybody seems to like it and it's just more expensive than water and i don't i don't get why it's even why it's even a thing um yeah i don't get it at all and there's there's another thing that i don't know so my second confession for this segment is about couscous now this is another thing you would probably see lots of adults having fizzy water and couscous i think it's quite a grown-up thing to have it's quite um, middle class it's quite fancy couscous um my so my second confession for this segment is that i don't know how to cook couscous um and for anybody who doesn't know what couscous is just google it because it's very hard to explain and i will just mess it up so um yeah just google it i mean it's very nice i like it a lot i just don't know how to cook it and it's quite poncy 
and I don't understand how you're meant to make it go from these little like yellow pellet things or whatever they are like grains or whatever to actual food for humans being because I know you can have it cold or hot I just don't understand how you get it to like be edible because and you see the reason I'm talking about this the reason I wrote this down as an idea to talk about for the podcast this week is recently I was making some couscous hot couscous to go with this like Moroccan chicken thing which was by the way very nice would definitely recommend anyway I was trying to make this couscous and there were no instructions on the packet so I just put it in a pan with some boiled water and left the stove on for about five minutes I basically cooked it just like pasta but for a little less time because I didn't know how else to cook it I just think pop it in a bit of salt in the water a bit of water pan heat up bish bash bosh you're done and it was gross it came out like sludge it was just horrible I mean I could have used it as a cement basically that's how bad it was I had made couscous cement which is the most middle class cement ever I made middle class cement and it was not nice and it ruined the whole dish and I just don't get how you're supposed to cook it and how they expect you to be able to cook it when they didn't put any instructions on the packet and to be honest now thinking about it I should have probably just googled it because it probably would have told me that I'd done it all wrong but it just came out like cement I don't know whether I put too much water in not enough water in too much couscous in too big a pan too small a pan I don't know how you're supposed to do it but it wasn't very nice am I not even supposed to heat it up at all am I supposed to bang it in the microwave afterwards I don't know. How am I supposed to do that? My family are psychopaths, which is really hard to spell. This week, um, on my family are psychopaths, which is really hard to spell on this section, I'm going to be talking about phones. Um, just like all of the boomers, including Jane, who I mentioned last week. So go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. We do talk about Jane quite a lot. All of these boomers think that we talk about phones all of the time. Um, but I'm going to um, flip that around, um, that one this week. That, um, what's it called? It's, um, oh man, I can't, I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, I'm going to flip it around, um, that, like, what you think people do. God, that's going to really annoy me now. Um, I should, probably should cut this out, but I'm going to leave it in. I know I am. Um, this week, I'm going to be talking about how old people, particularly in my family, um, and to be fair, this might just be my family and nobody else's, um, I'm going to talk about the older relatives in my family who, um, quick disclaimer, I love dearly, um, they all seem to answer the phone in a really weird way. So first, they answer the phone with their name which I get I get this one because it's like saying this is blah 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 speaking or whatever I get it you answer your phone with your name but what I don't get is that they're answering their landline and there are only two people that will ever call on the landline family members and cold callers and you would hope that your family members knew the name of who they were calling before they called the number because otherwise there is a problem there. And if it's a cold caller, you don't want to be giving the cold caller your name before they've even tried to scam you. That's just helping them to scam you. That's just helping them along. You don't need to give them their name. And then after saying their name, my relatives seem to um, say the number which they have just been called on. So like I would call the number um, and they would pick up and go, hello, blah, 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 speaking 
da da da, like say their phone number. I can't think of any other phone number other than my phone number, so I'm not going to say that. Um, so they they answer the the phone with their name and their number, and it's like I just called the number that you're answering to me on. I know what it is. You don't need to repeat it to me. I am well aware of what I've literally typed into the keypad of my phone or what I've literally just pressed to call you on. You know, I know I know your phone number. I know it's there. Like, why why does it need to be reinforced? And I asked um, one of my relatives about this and they said it was to make sure that the caller, the person who was calling them, got the right number. Um, but to be honest, I feel like they would have got that from speaking you to you for about five seconds or from the fact that you said your name at the start and you don't need to give them even more personal information. Otherwise, you're just going to get your name put on loads more lists if it's a cold caller. Um, it just doesn't make any sense. You're just giving them, um, your phone number and because of this because quite a lot of my older relatives say this I now know other people's landlines other than my own I don't even know my own landline I barely I only know my mum's phone number and my phone number that's it but I know like my grandfather's um landline I don't need to know that why do I need to know that but I know it because he answers the phone with it every single time I don't, I don't get it. But then just to put the uh, cherry on top of this um, cake of answering the phone, this phone cake, they say their address sometimes. Now, this isn't something my grandfather does, but I have heard older relatives do this. You know, they say their address, name, phone number, address, all of your personal information. You may as well ask the cold caller to put you on all of the lists for everything they want to sell you for the rest of your life. Or you could go for an alternative route and just give your identity to them straight away. Just go, yep, this is my social security number, my NHS number. This is the PIN card for my bank account. This is my online banking number. This is my wife's maiden name. This is my first goldfish. You might need that for a password sometime. You know, this is a literal recipe for scam. And I just don't get why they do it. Stuff what I know, but I will never be able to use. This week on this section, um, stuff what I know, but I will never be able to use. I am going to be circling back again and talking a little more about school. Um, this time a bit more about primary school because a couple of weeks ago I talked about secondary school. I talked about science in secondary school. I think that's episode two, I think. So make sure to go and um and listen to that episode that is a good one i talk about mitochondria being the powerhouse of the cell and catalytic converters so definitely um go and listen to that for a bit of nostalgia um but anyway so this week i'm going to be talking a bit more about primary school and i went to a catholic primary school um let me start off by saying it was a great school i really liked it um you know brilliant school nice teachers etc etc all of that um loveliness um but at my school we would always have morning assemblies and morning prayers and the hymns and prayers that we used to say I can now recite so well it is insane I really remember especially the end of the day prayer because I mean we were like 
what, eight, and we would always try to spice it up with a bit of a tune, um, and it, it would go like, at the end of the day, we come to say, thank you for your love today, thank you for my family, and blah, 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 etc., etc. You get the gist, because we were so bored of saying this specific prayer every day at the end of the day, um, and I know that whole prayer, I know I said etc, etc. You know, I could do a whole podcast episode of just saying all of my primary school prayers and hymns. I'm not going to, because that would be very boring for everybody else but I do I know I know that very well and I'll never be able to use my knowledge of um this prayer in particular or any prayers um that we used to say at primary school um to my advantages because most of them weren't really real prayers um they would never be said at a service or anything or a church and nobody other than the like 200 other kids in my school know this prayer because it wasn't a real prayer and I mean I know the other the actual real prayers you know the our father whatever slightly helpful in helping me pass my GCSE RE other than that not really um but it is it's completely useless and it still takes up a little bit of my mind um, and I can't get rid of it at all I've tried to think of other things to fill that little section of my mind but I can't get rid of it you know even when I actually really need to remember stuff like a date for history or how to do trigonometry nope but when I'm sitting in my exam I can recite that useless prayer and do the little tune and I'm not even religious either so I can't say that prayer in my own like private prayer now because I don't pray and at this point it's just annoying because I feel like I'm going to remember it forever until I'm like a hundred or whatever I just need to accept it but it's still very very annoying because I I will never be able to use it much like um hymns at primary school it's slightly similar to the whole prayer thing um but that was a proper waste of my time because I can still remember all of them and I hate it because bar a few exceptions which you might actually sing at a church or at Christmas or whatever going carol singing you know the classics um Jerusalem the Lord is my shepherd all of that stuff I think the other ones the teachers just made up for a laugh like there was one where we would all have to hold hands so you'd have to hold hands with all of the other kids in your year and put up your hands in the air every few lines or something the song was called raise your banners high and every time we said that line raise your banners high we would have to put our hands in the air and try now with the person next to you if it was your friend in the face that was always fun but yeah you'd have to just raise your banners which was just your hands it was it was just your arm it was not a banner because that would have been more fun but I know the lines to all of that song there was another one Alpha and Omega that was brilliant always made the parents cry but we always sung that one and I'm not even sure it was a real song because nobody from any school had done it before or even heard of it. Um, but the brilliant thing that I can remember to all those words in that song, um, but I can't remember any of the uh, dates for history or, I don't know, where my classroom is for what's that there's a subject where I have the same I think it might be history again it's a sub history I have the same room the same subject room every single time but I can never remember what it is but I can remember the line to blimmin raise your banners high and at the end of the day we come to say prayer um so yeah let's just let that waste of brain space sink in you know that is 
Such a waste of my brain. Well, that's the end of my confessions for this week. I hope you enjoyed them just as much as I really enjoyed venting them to you. Um, I will be taking a little break over Christmas in the new year, so there will be one more episode before Christmas after this one. So that will be coming on the weekend of the 20th of um, December. It will be a Christmas episode, so I'll be talking about all things Christmassy. And then I'll be taking about two weeks off with a new episode coming out on the 10th of January, or maybe before, if I get a bit bored, I will um, keep you posted. Um, anyway, be sure to email the email address, confessions of a basic BT at gmail.com with all of your correspondence and I'll see you again next time.